This is Voice of Architecture, the podcast for architecture and urbanism. You can find more about us on www.voiceofarchitecture.com. Welcome in our radio program, Voice of Architecture. Today we are in Frankfurt in the office of Albert Speer. And thank you very much that you take your time for us. You are an architect and a planner in Germany since a long time. Um, how did you come to the work as an architect and how do you inspire your work? I started my working long, long ago in the 50s as a carpenter. And out of this, I then started architecture at the Technical University in Munich. And I always had the idea that I'm more interested in urban planning than in architecture. So I worked in several offices in Germany, also here in Frankfurt. And in my free time, I did anonymous competitions. And in the year 64, I won my first competition. And this was the start of a very, very small office. Your first office was called Sperrplan. Yes. And then you came to the name RSNP. How was the the change to the new office? How did you yeah, come the, to the, the new change? The, the change was in the 80s, and this is related to economic difficulties because we had invested a lot in our projects in Saudi Arabia and other Arab countries, and we had problems to be paid, so liquidity was the biggest problem and we went nearly bankrupt mm -hmm. and uh, out of this the new e company evolved this is a longer story and uh, uh, this was clearer bound to to my name Albert Speer and partners and uh, in this name ASNP we are living since then. How is the, I will say, how is the philosophy of the working in P? how is it to work with you? And how the is philosophy is a word I don't like too much because I think it's, it's, it's too high ranking. We are working in, in many countries, we are working about 50% of our work in architecture and 50% in urban planning and also about 50% were working in Germany and 50% abroad. We always try to develop ideas out of the local situation. This means the situation of the culture, of the people, of the landscape, of the climate, everything. So we start every project from the stretch, beginning, and uh, we have no, how can I say, no philosophy which is, is very strict. Mm -hmm. In your new book, uh, there's a one under title, Think Local, Act Global. Can you explain us this sentence and how do you translate this sentence in your urbanistic works? As I said already, it's very important to find local solutions. It's more important in the future than it has been in the past because architecture 
is going to be very much alike around the world. So the character of a city, the local character, is of more importance. And we like or we try in our projects to strengthen this local character. Mm -hmm. And uh, working globally, we think that, that uh, this local character around the world, Singapore is not like uh, a Shanghai or, or a Beijing, is, is, is not like uh, Frankfurt. We have to find ways and means to strengthen this character. You have also a new office in China. And as I heard, you was some days ago in China. How is it for you to work in China? And are the Chinese people open-minded to the visions you have? And the Chinese people are, are eager to learn. Mm -hmm. They are very, very quick. And they are very open. But we are only consultants in China as we are consultants in, in, in other countries. We are not dominating. A Chinese are dominating. But I can say they are listening. They are learning very fast. And my impression is 10 years from now, they don't need us anymore. You have also a project in, in Turkey. How is it for you to work there with the Turkish people, the Turkish architects? Is it also like this, that when you are going to another country that you work with non-architects, like with people who are socialists or philosophers? Yes, if possible, we try. The main concern is that we have to, 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 to know the culture. We have to uh, know the traditions, the history. We are working in, in Turkey, we are working in Saudi Arabia, we are working in Abuja, in Nigeria, and I'm working now a lot personally in Egypt. Mm -hmm. um, it's all different. And for sure we are trying to involve or to get all the possible local knowledge. We are always working together with local experts, either in a joint venture or as experts. Mm -hmm. the, building, the buildings all over the world and the cities maybe are looking from time to time even more like the same. How does it come? And what do you think, how would, would the city of the future look like? I think this is very natural because uh, the population around the world, a family with two kids, is needing the same things. They want to have a kitchen, they want to have icebox, they want to have a, a bathroom. So the dimensions and the form of apartments is nearly the same around the world. And out of these apartments, apartments, building are, are constructed or high-rises are constructed. This, I think, we can't change. But we can think about local flavor in architecture, local characteristics in urban planning, in landscape planning and design, and to include 
also traditions and old architectural styles. We are living now in a social change. The social life is changing a little bit. How does it influence the city structure? Very, very much. The, the population in Europe is declining and the population is in, in Europe is getting older and older. People are living longer, are longer active and this will change our cities completely.